So today I'm doing um, a little double, um, I guess, broadcasting um, for the people that's watching me. So, um, and then for all the people that's listening, if you want to see the actual skit or me um, behind the scenes, you can go over to the YouTube page and um, you can check me out. But with further ado, let's begin. So today I'm talking about lifestyle. Now. I'm not talking about lifestyle as in clothes. I mean, but then again, it could trans uh, trans over to clothes or shoes or whatever material things that one may have. I'm talking about lifestyle in a relationship. Um, how do one lifestyle play a big part of you and basically how you view your relationship? I mean, if you don't know yet, you don't date yourself and you're not married to yourself. So there will be some conflict. And I mean, a lot of conflict. How do one go by flatten or I would say even out the curve or having a playing field that both parties can communicate on? And that's basically what I'm going to be talking about today is lifestyle, what you bring to the relationship, what I bring to a relationship good, bad, ugly, ups and downs and stuff like that. What you stand for. Now, there's a a saying that I truly love. And it's basically, if you don't stand for something, you will fall for anything. And that's basically anything. That's basically being a fool for anything. Now, there's a lot of things that I believe in. Um, I believe in myself. um, But before myself, I believe in my faith. Um, I believe that I am a good person. I'm a I'm a great man. Um, I'm a provider. I have confidence be, beyond this world. <laughs> and I believe that I am destined for greatness. Now, I don't expect my partner to have that same level of confidence. That's not what I look for. But you have to believe in something. Now, that also goes back to the beginning statement of what I just said. Your lifestyle. How was you raised? Like what what do you have? Or let me put it this way. What about your upbringing that you're going to bring over into the relationship that is may be a hindering or a benefit to us? It could be something negative as in being close minded. And a lot of people are very close minded when it comes down to relationships because you are probably thinking one way because you saw your parents or one of your parents, whether you got both parents or, you know, they separated, it's kind of dependent on what it is. Um, depending on how you view relationship, you tend to model what you view. Now, for me, I don't come from a two-parent household, but I come from a mother that honestly can do the job for eight, 10, 20 people. She was a very strong, independent woman, and she taught me a lot. Uh, she definitely taught me how to basically stand on my own two feet. She definitely taught me how to be very independent. Um, I don't know if that's good or bad, um, because what I struggle with is allowing people to help me. And not for nothing, we all need help in this world. I mean, I don't care who you are. I don't care whatever macho or whatever independent crap that somebody, you know, feed into you. And listen, being independent and being self-sufficient is not a bad thing, but you also got to let people in too. Now, being independent, it just 
pretty much just said that you can live or stand on your own two feet. If I'm not mistaken, we are independent. If you are standing on your own two feet and if you are providing however that looks, I don't, I'm not here to try to say compare yourself to the next person, but if you're providing the best way that you know how, you are independent. If you're taking care of your own shit, then you're independent. So to keep saying that, oh, I'm independent, I'm independent, obviously, if nobody's taking care of you, that's the whole point of the definition of being independent, if I'm not mistaken. But um, I don't want you to actually hang on the word of independent, independent, independent. I'm I'm this and I'm that. Um, the reason why I say that is the more you repeat it, you become what you believe. And if you keep saying that you're independent, you're going to convince yourself you don't need somebody. And again, a lot of people may not agree. And that's fine. You don't have to agree with what I'm saying. But the sake of arguments, you know, we all need somebody. Rather, it's emotional, spiritual, sexual, like whatever. We all need somebody to rely on. I mean, we going through this journey and I don't know about y'all, but I refuse to go through this journey by myself. I mean, it sucks. So if if you're willing to, you know, continue to go on this journey by yourself, then by all means, that's totally up to you. I'm, I'm not here to tell you otherwise. But for myself, I don't want to go on this journey by myself. It's I got this far in my life with a lot of hard work and there's you know, some people along the way that actually helped me out, but the majority of my hard work, it's myself. And it's hard. And I mean, I can't even tell you, it's hard as hell for me to even rely on somebody knowing that I can do it myself. I mean, I take on so much of work. I take on so much responsibility. It doesn't leave room for anybody else to help me out. So I have to learn how to delegate my workload. And that could be anything. It could be sexual. It could be spiritual. It could be in business. I mean, anything and everything that I have, I mean, for the most part, I can do it. I know you probably be saying like, okay, what you mean sexual? Like, why would you delegate your sex to somebody else? Um, for myself, and this is just, just a little side note, and this is kind of funny. Obviously, I delegate my my sexual to somebody else. I'm not going to take it upon myself to pleasure myself. So I just want to put that out the way. Um, I'm not that type of person. I can't do that. So I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I know that's like probably a little bit too much, but I forgot. I just want to clear that up real quick. But um, no, there's, there's a lot of things that I learned over time that I need to lighten basically my load. I need to, you know, basically delegate, especially in my work, I definitely need to delegate a lot of work to basically my my team. Because if not, you know, I'm gonna burn myself out and I won't be useful to anybody else and I won't be able to, you know, be on top of all the stuff that I need to be on top of. And on top of that, being a father. Like there's so much that I have going on and I'm not trying to like complain and stuff like that, but I have to be smart too. If there's only one of me and if I get sick, then I'm fucking screwed. So I gotta think, you know, not just about my health, I gotta think about the the well being of everybody that's relying on me, and that comes from the the lifestyle that my mother actually taught me. You know, she did teach me how to be independent. She did teach me how to think for myself. She taught me to basically rely on yourself and always trust your gut. And 
she taught me a lot of things about love too. I mean, she taught me a lot about communication. Uh, she taught me about table talk. If you don't know what table talk is, table talk is a place that, and it could be anything personally, it could be table talk, couch talk, car talk. Uh, it's basically when you go to have neutral ground, when whatever you want to get off your chest, you say it. It is fair game. You can cuss, you can scream, you can do whatever. You can literally deload at the table, but you leave it at the table. That's the whole point of table talk. If I have something on my chest that at that time my mother didn't like, I I will have table talk and, you know, obviously we will talk about it and then we will move past that. We won't bring it up again. We won't be like, well, remember like last week when you said this? No, that's not the point of it. The point of it is deloading at that table. Once we get up from the table, we're done. That's it. We don't talk about it. We don't address it. But before we get up, we need to address and make sure that that issue is taken care of. Now, I do that a lot in my own personal life, especially with my daughter. You know, we have table talk. We we sit down at the table and we discuss a lot of different topics on whether it's religion, school, you know, me, mommy, just whatever the case may be. We talk about a lot of different things. And before we get up, we need to come to some type of conclusion and some type of just agreement on whatever discussion that we was going on. And then we just move it forward. We don't harp on it. Like that's no, we don't harp on it. We push past it. Now, all this stuff so far, I know you you probably still wonder like what the hell does this got to do about lifestyle? I'm just trying to give you a, a basically like a, a baseline on what's going on. I know it's probably like nine minutes in and like what the fuck is going on. Um Lifestyle. That's pretty much it. My lifestyle was all about communication and understanding. And that's what I bring to my relationship. I bring understanding and patience because my mother poured into me about patience and understanding. And I bring that same level of respect and patience to my relationship. And as as, as a parent, I bring that same respect and that same dedication that my mother gave to me to my parenting. A lot of people need to realize that parenting is not a one-way track to parenting. And I hope a lot of people will recognize that what may work for me may not work for the other person. And there'll be nobody on this goddamn earth to tell you different that you are doing something wrong in your household. If you're doing what you are capable of doing, and if you can truly say that you're doing the best of your abilities to raise your child, fuck what everybody else thinks. Do what you got to do. Only you know what you have to do and what you go through day in and day out. Don't take criticism from the outsiders. That's one thing that irks the shit out of me, that people want to give their two cents about parenting when they have no fucking idea how to parent. If you're not a parent. So just want to put that out there. <laughs> um but back to relationships, like there's a lot of things that we bring into relationships and there's a lot of negative, a lot of baggage that we bring into the relationship. And a lot of people need to check that shit at the door. If you're going to bring something to your relationship, bring something positive, bring something that's uplifting, bring something that's going to motivate you and ed- uh, educate you, not just you itself, but in your partner. Something that's going to, you know, uplift both of y'all, that's going to get y'all to a higher level or basically to the next level 
if that's the partner that you want to be with. Stop bringing this negativity into your relationship. Like, leave that shit in the past. You know, lifestyle plays a big part of who, basically, who you're going to be in the future. And I will hope a lot of people will try to, you know, go through all the bullshit of their life and shit like that and try to take just the good parts of it. But also understand the the negative of or the bad parts of their lifestyle and just keep aware of it. So if it do, you know, come up in your current relationship or even in your own current um, lifestyle, like basically your own basically personal lifestyle, you can address it a lot better. Um, these are a lot of things that a lot of people don't really address. I mean, lifestyle plays a big part, especially if you are into a interracial dating. Listen. And let's just clear up what interracial dating is, black and white, or any other race outside your race. Okay. Um, that's a big one. Like a lot of people don't recognize when you interrate or when you are in a interracial dating, it's not about color. And what I mean is not about color, it's about a culture. And you are taking, you know, that person culture as your own now. And you need to be very respectful of that person culture, because if you are willing to date that person, you need to understand their, um, basically their culture and their struggle. You know, saying what they're into, what they're not into, what they respect, what they don't respect, the, the struggle that they go through, I mean, and the privilege that one may have. These are very important. Not a lot of people do that. A lot of people go into interracial dating for a sexual component. That person looks good to me and stuff like that. And again, that's fine. But if you're going to invest, make sure you invest wisely because you need to know what you're getting yourself into. And even if you can handle whatever baggage that's from a cultural standpoint that you are willing to go through. Not a lot of people are willing to go through all the the hatred and all the, the ups and downs that comes along for an interracial dating. So definitely get to know your partner and the culture of your partner before you commit yourself to your partner. That's very key. Um, there's, I mean, there's a lot. And um, I don't want to be here too long and stuff like that. But um, like I said in earlier, if you are listening, you can go over to the YouTube and actually check me out. And um, you can see me, I'm actually pretty much in front of the mic doing, you know, a video. But I was just sitting here and just thinking about it. Um, and I wanted to make a, I can't say a quick little audio or, you know, a, a skit about it. But I definitely wanted to address lifestyle because that's, I think, especially with a lot of things that's going on now. I mean, we need to shed the light on, you know, just being respectful of not just other people, but also our partners too, because you probably don't know their struggles that they go through day in and day out. And it, it, it might be hard as hell, and they probably don't have a platform to come to you to talk to you because they probably feel like you don't understand or you just won't receive it well. If that's the case, I do recommend that you try to sit down and have a better understanding about what your partner go through. You You may be surprised. Um, and then again, you may actually help that person if you know how to help that person. But um, definitely sit down, talk to your partner, um, or just sit down and talk to your family member if if there's something going on in like your household and stuff like that. But um, lifestyle is very key. Understand that we come from two different lifestyles, two different meanings, two different viewpoints, two different religion, depending on if you're both got two different views of religion. 
and be very mindful and respectful and open to receive whatever that person has. Don't don't get pissed off. Don't get judgmental. Like, you know, if you want to invest in that person, truly invest. Go into it with an open mind so you can receive basically everything that person has to offer. You you may know or you may find out that that person might teach you something and basically vice versa. And I think that's basically overall what we are kind of looking for is to have a team player, to have a partner, to have somebody that we can rely on, but also to have somebody to motivate us and to uh, motivate us, encourage us to do better, to want to be better, but also to educate us on stuff that we don't know. Because not for nothing, guess, or uh, for everybody, we don't know everything. And it's okay. To be honest, I don't want to know everything. Like, shit, I want to constantly keep learning. I mean, literally, like this couple of months, I've been learning a lot of different material. And I mean, I'm talking about on the education um, or more from the school aspect. There's a lot of shit that I didn't know about the education system. And there's a lot of shit that I thought that I was right about and come to find out I was. <laughs> but that's, I wait for another segment to like bash the school system again. But, you know, I think I'm getting tired with like kind of bashing the school system. <laughs> and again, for a disclosure, I just want to make this very clear. I'm not bashing teachers. I am bash, um, bashing the education system as a whole. And honestly, some teachers need to get it too, but definitely want to shed a light on there's a lot of great teachers, not good. There's a lot of great teachers out there just trying to make a difference, but their voice is not being heard. So to all y'all, listen, I can't even imagine for all the struggles that y'all have to go through, especially now. Listen, if nobody didn't tell y'all, I'm about to tell you. I respect y'all. Keep doing what y'all doing because without y'all, listen, none of us would be here, including myself. I mean, I'm not saying that there's a lot of teachers that pour into me. No. The reason why I I have respect for good teachers because I only have five good teachers in my whole time of being in the education system. Five. I'm 36. 25 good teachers. I only have one male I honestly talk about it. I only have one black male teacher in my whole entire life, my whole entire life as being in school. I want to say big ups to Stacy Edwards. Great guy, great mentor. But yeah, I had five good teachers, one black male teacher. Yeah, that's pretty much sucks. And the majority of all my teachers was white females. And sorry. One what two, three sorry, <laughs> three white males and honestly the three white males that was my teacher, Mister Dow, he was my fifth grade teacher. Mister Licky, he was my sixth grade teacher, and um, Mister J, sorry, Mister Johnson was my ninth grade history or my ninth grade um, English teacher. Great, great guy, great guy, um, and then. Mr. J, Mr. J was my fifth grade um, teacher. He was, dude, he was awesome. Uh, old guy, but he was awesome. But um, other than that, I'm going to close out on that. So um, I think I've been on here about 20 minutes. Don't want to take up your time. Listen, for all the listeners, jump over to the YouTube page. Subscribe to my YouTube page. 
Um, that's Ty J Pratt. Um, I also have another YouTube page. You can go to that. That is T and J mental and physical. That's what my brother Junior or Coach Junior. Uh, we talk about life or sorry, lifestyle and also fitness or like the myth and all the stuff that's in the industry and stuff like that. But just like every other closeout, tell a friend to tell a friend, tell a cat, tell a dog, shit, tell everybody that needs to hear this. Um, actually, that segment wasn't for the show. <laughs> sorry, wrong show. If anybody that you know needs to hear this, please share this, um, like this. Um, but other than that, until next time, uh, I'm out. I want to take a minute to say thank you. Truly thank you from the bottom of my heart for taking the time to listen to our podcast show and um, if this is your first time listening, make sure you hit that subscribe button. Also, make sure that you jump over to the YouTube page, and that is Ty J. Pratt. Subscribe to our YouTube page. And we also have an additional YouTube page, that is T and J, mental slash physical. Make sure that you subscribe to both of them and keep rocking with us. And again, I thank you. Need a boredom buster? The personal fitness studio Against All Odds in Glastonbury has focused on the individual, physical, and cognitive needs of your community for over 10 years. Unique training and coaching builds and shapes your body and mind through strength and circuit training, cardio, and boxing lessons, a great way to relieve anxiety. See AgainstAllOddsPTLLC.com to learn about the corporate fitness programs and the online training packages today. Because if it doesn't challenge you, it doesn't change you.